0: Welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to
1: Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite homegrown podcast about a non-married <laughs> couple who watch horror movies and one dies a little each month. This month, uh, what is our theme for March? Like Urban Legends. Urban Legends. We uh, started off with Candyman. Yep. the a uh, p- weird pivot movie. Right. We The <laughs> remake. And we are following it up with... So, <laughs> we mentioned as listeners, Yeah, you
0: heard me say we were going to watch Empty Man. We're going to push that back a week and move what we were going to do next week to this week because it's spring break and I wanted to do something on the <laughs> first spring break. Nice. So, we are going to watch what? Alligator. Okay. Rather than Empty Man. We'll hold off on it until next week. Yep. All so, right. The Empty Man's coming. He'll be here next <laughs> week. This week, you've got alligator tell me about alligator oh when was this movie released God,
1: this movie's fun um 1980 oh love <laughs> i love a short 80s cult horror movie all right so 1980 what was going on in the world i had just been born that was my first full year of life i was born at the tail end of 79 uh so i was not yet reagan alive. was uh, that president was the year that reagan won the presidency. Yeah. he didn't actually take <laughs> okay he won from office until 81
0: uh, okay. 1980 in general is the USSR grain embargo. Basically, the United States, with particip- uh, participation of Europe, uh, did a grain embargo, uh, similar to what was going on <laughs> with the oil embargo right. uh, over the Ukraine situation. Now, uh, the Winter Olympics were held in Lake Placid, New York. Who was home there? A, of another there giant, giant alligator? Al- was there a giant
1: alligator there?
0: Um, yeah, the was U.S. Betty White there? the U.S. boycotted the Summer Olympics. Because they were held in, I believe, Moscow. I
1: believe we're going to be, there's a possibility we're going to boycott these uh, if Russia is not, you know, forced to, you know, either bow out or step aside. I always feel bad for
0: the athletes who spend their entire lives for that window. Absolutely. And then they're being told, like,
1: sorry, no. The uh, U.S. gymnastic team has a West Virginia girl from right here in our little hometown and as soon as I said that out loud, I thought, oh, no, poor Olivia. She's been waiting her whole life. Yep. All right, but. People are the worst. Uh, it was <laughs> also
0: the year that smallpox was deemed eradicated. Nice. Uh, the Mount
1: St. Helens eruption was that year. It's true. That's why uh, my boy's father was born. He mm-hmm. was born right after Mount St. Helens. The CNN was launched. Ooh. To the chagrin <laughs> of. Thanks, Ted Turner.
0: Both sides of the political aisle. Yeah. Uh, ACDC re- released Back in Black great album yep um the phillies won the world series great year (laughs) reagan Mm -hmm. won the presidency not great year and john lennon was assassinated that december
1: not the best year
0: uh as far as births quickly we have jason siegel christina ricci rebel wilson ryan gosling and jake gyllenhaal jake jelly (laughs) cakes right uh the people that we lost that year were jesse owens mario bava alfred hitchcock peter sellers steve mcqueen May West, and, of course, John Lennon. Yeah. Um, those of you playing the at-home game wondering, hey, what movies came out the same year as Alligator that I we probably got? saw instead of Alligator
1: <laughs> were
0: uh, Urban Cowboy. One of my favorites. Dress to Kill, uh, a movie I love, problematic, false and all, Stir Crazy, Raging Bull, Flash Gordon, Airplane Caddyshack, Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th. Uh, the
1: Shining, Prom Night,
0: oh, and Maniac. So Maniac. I, couldn't, I couldn't read my own handwriting there for a second.
1: No problem. Okay. Maniac. So there's some pretty. Uh, now, Raging Bull, did that, that won the Best Picture that year, didn't it? Or was it just nominated? I don't
0: remember who won Best Picture in 1980.
1: Was oh, it? Oh. No, I think
0: it was Ordinary People. I think Ordinary People beat Raging Bull. And uh, people were like, what? What? Yeah. Uh, it was one of those.
1: Redford. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So that's what was going on with classic but cinema. But November 14th of nineteen eighty. Cutting it in there right before the end of the year, we've got Alligator. Alligator. It is rated
0: R. It okay. is one hour and thirty one minutes long. I
1: love an early nineties short film. Continue.
0: There most movies now are too They're too long, long y'all. Um, not every movie has to be two hours no actually not even that like now we've got superhero movies are like three hours long which is bananas yeah bananas with
1: the invention of the uh streaming services you really think something like that should be broken down to like almost a like a mini series you can't get that sweet avengers money in the theater i I get that but man it's they're
0: long y'all oh they're long shit uh, there's a couple different taglines for this. There's one on the poster you'll see here in a little bit. I'm going to give you one of my favorites, mm-hmm. which is, At first no one believed, but now no one will ever forget. Oh. Alligator. Okay. Uh, Alligator is directed by Louis Teague, who we have talked about before because he directed Cujo. He also directed okay. Cat's Eye and The Jewel of the Nile. Uh, we've, That's it, the
1: Jewel of the Nile. Is that the, uh, the, the Michael sequ- Douglas? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, oh, the sequel. The okay. sequel. <laughs> the sequel.
0: Um, it's written by John motherfucking Sales. Who is that? John motherfucking Sales. Someone exciting. that I love. Uh, he's the guy that wrote Piranha, <laughs> Battle Beyond the Stars, oh, and okay. The Howling. Okay. Yeah, you he's do also love the director of Matewan. He's the writer-director of Matewan. The most West Virginia movie ever. <laughs> of all West Virginia movies. Uh, about Sid Hatfield and like the coal shootout down in Matewan. Um, Eight Men Out. Lone Star. He also, Cindy directed the Bruce Springsteen "Born in the USA"
1: video. Hey, now wait a minute! Now John you're Sayles. talking my language. John Sales. John Sales, everybody.
0: <laughs> it's based on a story by Frank Ray, uh, Frank Ray Pirelli, and he gets a story credit because he wrote a script. And then they were like and they brought John Sales in and he read it and was like, okay, I'm going to keep the alligator and, that's and then it. rewrote everything from page one, except kept an alligator. So he gets a story by credit. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I, huh? Well, I mean, that's how it works, right? That's how the WGA
0: works. Yep. All right. Um, as far as the cast, I'll throw out a couple people real quick okay. to you. So this movie stars Robert Forster. Robert Forster is chef's kiss all right uh, he plays david madison he was he had basically a run of movies where he was playing villains and uh, his career wasn't going great and then he got the tarantino bump with jackie brown because he's the lead of jackie brown along with Dan okay Greer. um that's what brought his career back he had that huge second act but he, he was also in the descendants uh his big movie before all that was medium cool he was in <laughs> vigilante he's mahalen drive his last movie was the wolf of snow hollow okay Robert Forster. Like, he's a person. Definitely more... a name I've heard before. You As soon as you see his face, you'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, that guy. That I've seen him in, time. like, a billion things. I'm
1: I'm not face blind. I am name blind.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, then we've got Robin Riker, who plays Marissa Kendall. She was Catherine in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show.
1: Okay. I don't know
0: who that is because I didn't really watch the show.
1: I did. I'm but there you go um well maybe i'll when i say, oh that's so and so yeah the last season there was a you know was the season they should have you know after that they should have ended and there's a whole lot of cast members whose names i don't really remember i watched just to be a completist uh okay continue there's michael v gazzo who plays chief clark he was in the
0: godfather 2 and fingers (laughs) which is a movie about thievery not
1: fingering (laughs) that's why i was giggling (laughs) sorry No, I think it's actually, maybe it's about
0: pianos. I can't remember. Either way, it's not about,
1: yeah, yeah, a 1980s nomenclature for digital manipulation.
0: And then we've got Dean Jagger, who plays Slade. Ooh. He's in 12 O'Clock High, which is one of the best war movies ever from 1949. He's in Vanishing Point, which is one of the best car movies ever from the 70s. Cool. Uh, Then we've got Henry Silva playing Colonel Brock, who's in The Manchurian Candidate and Dick Tracy.
1: Ooh this fucking movie this is movie insane. This all movie is right insane. is this the part of the podcast where we look at a poster of the movie and i try to tell you what it's going to be about yes all right please look at this poster okay. and tell me what you think this movie is going to be about oh oh <laughs> this looks like a uh <laughs> this looks like a cut scene from like a teenage ninja turtles video game Uh, It is a very large alligator in a brick and mortar sewer system. It lives 50 feet beneath the city. It's 36 feet long and weighs 2,000 pounds, and it's about to break out. I think this is going to be, right with our urban legends, uh, the myth of alligators in the New York City subway system, or sewer system. That's what I say. Most of that is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Um, I don't
1: believe it's in New York City. Okay. Couldn't get the uh couldn't get the rights for to actually shoot those iconic scenes, huh? Okay. So where I think can I so seen this movie?
0: Um this is streaming places. Scream Factory put out a four K which is um, what of course we'll be watching I have it on it. There it is. It's this movie this movie's fucking ridiculous.
1: That's it makes some fun. All right. Well, uh go ahead and join us on your favorite streaming platform as we watch Alligator. Join us, won't you? Mind the doors.
0: It lives 50 feet beneath the streets. It's 36 feet long. It weighs over 2,000 pounds and it's about to break out Ah! 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 You're looking at the one who saw it. And it was big.
1: You said it was dark. Now, perhaps you were mistaken. Ah! An alligator half that size would starve in a week. Ah! No! coming up with some garbage about alligators in the sewers. Alligators in the sewers? Once it escaped, there was no
0: way to stop it. No! No! The safety of the public is my job! could be anywhere there he is ready to attack at any moment
1: I've seen what this animal can do you'd better take all the help you can get
0: Believed it.
1: Now, no one will forget. Alligator. We watched Alligator. Yes, we did. A movie that opens with a joke about male pattern baldness, and that is how they start this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, that was a thing. That Robert Forster was going bald and for real.
1: He wasn't a bad looking actor.
0: And he always, you know, he stayed pretty good looking dude all the way up to the end. But like he started improving things in the scenes about, about him being hair. bald. And then John Sayles was like, That's amazing. And he just started writing into scenes of people like pointing it out so we'd have a like a reason to
1: bounce off of it. But that's also the opening line of the movie. It's a lot.
0: Yeah. So he goes to a pet store, and the pet store owner, Gutchel, which is a terrible name. That is
1: a very bad name.
0: Um, Like, not in any an in unimaginative the, name. But played like, by
1: the actor that, as Josh said, as soon as you see him, you'll go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. It, and I did. Yeah, well, Robert is oh, yeah, the, the Gutchel, No, Gutschel guy.
0: The, the gentleman who runs the pet store is the principal from Carrie. Right. <laughs> the one that's like, so sorry, Cassie. <laughs> it's Carrie. And she flips that ashtray over. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, we're getting ahead of ourselves okay let's talk
1: about this movie
0: this movie give us an overview okay i'll give you the synopsis and we'll walk through it all
1: right this movie is about um a small town in missouri is it's that right chicago <laughs> was it chicago yes. why do they keep saying they Missouri? they never
0: establish chicago but that's where it's um, supposed to be he's from missouri okay that's where I'm missouri. That she's from missouri she let. It's. I guess it's that thing where like everyone who moves to the big city. That's not St. Louis. I mm-hmm. guess moves to Chicago because that's
1: the little Midwest. Little city. St. Louis. I guess and it's the
0: third largest city in the country.
1: Uh, whatever. So uh it's a story about a um, an alligator that gets flushed when it's like a little baby size. Plop. And the come the chemical company in the town is poisoning the water it's making everything grow very very large and that he ends up in the sewer and so he ends up with the wastewater and he ends up growing very very large and he must be fed so this movie the plot of this
0: movie is so convoluted (laughs) That you didn't get a few key pieces right. Okay, what did
1: I not get right?
0: Well, let me give you the synopsis real fast to so walk There's through. There's, of
1: course, a love story mm. involved, unexplainably.
0: So, a pet baby alligator is flushed on a toilet Got and that. survives in the city sewers. Twelve years later, it grows to an enormous size thanks to a diet of discarded laboratory dogs injected right. with growth hormones. Now, humans have entered the menu. So, the plot the of this movie is, and it actually starts. 12 years earlier. See, I think the movie's that, weaker because of that. That Missouri... No, it's in Florida, where the guy's wrestling a gator, right. and then the the
1: lady... So a little girl buys the baby alligator. Yeah, but it's Robin Riker's character. And then the dad freaks out and flushes it. I still don't understand why he did For that. no reason. Yeah.
0: But that happens. So yeah. I guess they're in Chicago. I don't know.
1: Well, whatever. Like, this movie
0: is... This movie is, like, fun, like, this movie is very fun. It's
1: a very fun movie. But it doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Not at all. Um, and not, not even not all. even the fact that, like, there's a massive alligator in the sewer. Like,
1: That's, that that is the most that. plausible thing. You're like, okay, but, like, I
0: get that. Got you? Okay. Basically, this movie okay. takes a lot of logic leaps to set up the plot. And yes. once the plot is set up.
1: It's a free-for-all.
0: It's a fun movie. And it yeah. works after the plot is set up. <laughs> But getting us to the plot setup
1: Took a through it
0: is a, it's a bit much. It's you have to take some logic leaps. So she goes to Florida as a child, right? brings home a baby alligator. Right. The dead has some sort of freak out over presumably the fact that it's an alligator, even it's though a whatever, he flushes it down the toilet in Missouri. And it ends up in, in Chicago. Chicago. One would presume, unless it's supposed to take place in St. Louis, they didn't really do do a bad job establishing. I believe it was shot in Chicago, which is why I'm like, it's a Chicago
1: movie. Right. And the same man who owns a pet shop, presumably a pet lover, is... I don't think he's a pet lover. ...selling stray dogs, puppies specifically. They're very keen to say puppies a million times. Puppies. Puppies especially. Uh, He's selling them... To the market on the black, like to the uh, chemical company on the black market, so they can test a growth hormone on them,
0: right? And then when they die, because they have a like a voracious appetite, that they was die. the other piece.
1: Okay, I forgot about that.
0: Gutchel throws them into the sewer, right? The alligator eats the dead bodies full of the growth hormone, and then that's what triggers it to grow. I think. Now, yes. here's
1: why would you throw it in the sewer, A, because everything. That solid gets filtered out, like that's how you, why you don't flush a human body. I don't. Gosh, why no, doesn't he doesn't just leave it even, in the forest? He
0: doesn't strike me as a smart person. Why
1: doesn't he just burn them?
0: Oh, like I can explain this. Okay, go. Because if he threw them in the forest, the alligator could not eat them and grow to a oh, size. Okay. That makes sense. So, for plot purposes, makes, they must right. be thrown in the sewer.
1: And he's also one of the very first victims where he is eaten.
0: Yeah, and we, well, the first victim is someone named Edward Norton, <laughs> <laughs> not the Edward Norton, um, based off of um, not the Edward Norton you know of, but apparently that was a character on The
1: Honeymooners. Okay,
0: and that was a tip of the hat to The Honeymooners. This would have been when why Edward Norton would have been for any young. is there
1: for any particular reason the they thing. want it's not a it's not a comedy movie. It's no, not it's not a... just
0: it's so many like okay. you see all these movies where people tip their hats in the 80s to other films or characters or filmmakers. Like, my God, when we talked about Night of the Creeps, everyone's like, Detective Romero, Detective Carpenter.
1: Like, yeah. Like, like, okay. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> Let's
1: just not talk about them. That's just a normal name. Right? Like, have.
0: there's a, in Escape from New York, there's a guy whose name's Cronenberg. Like, of course there is. It's just a lot of that in the 80s. So Edward Norton Cocaine's is not a weird too drug, crazy a name to steal <laughs> from something. Um It's just funny now that there is an Edward Norton that everyone yeah. thinks of. But, yeah. Yeah. So there's a guy who gets eaten. Right. Pre the movie starting. Well, in between the opening and then the modern jump forward,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Edward Norton gets eaten off screen. And they find his arm. Right. Okay. And then.
1: <laughs> they, and then.
0: It was it an arm? Early. I think it was his arm.
1: Yes. That time it was um, an arm.
0: And then Gutschel gets eaten when the, he's like throwing the dogs in the sewer.
1: The medical examiner wears a just a, a suit and a lab coat, even if they're in the field, or if they're at an office, or if he's at home. He also does not wear gloves ever. And they just like pick up the dog and toss it in a bag. Robert Forster definitely
0: wears a glove when he picks okay. up the dog. There is okay. that. I did. Cause at first, I was like, "Is he wearing a glove?" He was.
1: Mm, the medical examiner never did. I like Nary a latex glove passed. I by like
0: him. the thing to go back to of the creeps the thing where the medical examiner in every scene is eating
1: right they did that on purpose because it was hilarious where he's just like yeah
0: eat a sandwich and he's like yeah that's a that's a human arm
1: (laughs) this guy was just always he he, it was almost it was almost like airplane level comedy
0: and then there's like a whole backstory about how robert forster's character
1: was a cop
0: in st louis who lost a partner and his partner died and he later tells you like immediately after sex yeah like he has well we're getting ahead of ourselves oh sorry so his captain is one of the main characters from godfather 2 who has the craziest eyebrows ever
1: absolutely insane i pointed them out a few times you could like hang glide
0: with them yes you could um and it's a whole thing where like no one wants to work with robert forster because his partner died and he's unlucky so he ends up like i'm going out in the sewer i need someone to go with me and no one wants to go with him, except for one... This rookie cop. White, blonde cop.
1: Yeah, who, he might as well have been wearing a damn red shirt on a Star Trek episode. As soon as he
0: gets down in the sewer, is like, chewing tobacco, and is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's like, what he was chewing. I'm like, what like, is it? Huh. I couldn't figure out what he was eating. I, was like, I think I just wrote him. it off as like, oh, the smell, He must be like having gum or something. The smell Why is never you talked
0: about. would anything in your mouth in the sewer? I don't...
1: No. Why would you want to
0: have your mouth working on something in the fucking? Why, were, sewer? why would why would you not be wearing
1: a mask in the sewer? They took masks for the methane pockets. Whatever. Which that
0: was just there as an excuse to use it to blow up the alligator. At the end so of the
1: movie. to link the past and the present in the movie, uh, the little girl who law, whose alligator was flushed becomes like the foremost expert on a herpetology a herpet- on to snakes but lizards in general right she's like a lizard lady i guess but i mean anyway so um and of course she's young and good looking and not like a little old librarian lady which they probably would look like but anyway that seemed mean um and of course they fall in love her and robert forrester and of course uh at first like they hate each other and oh she's a know it all brainiac and he's a cop who doesn't understand animals I don't think that's
0: I think you're half right. I think she's just kinda like indifferent and he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> like Fair. she's kind of just like, Oh, here's like science and he doesn't like that, so he's like, You and your science.
1: That was it. Can I
0: take this book and read it? And just like, flick it.
1: back? Like, Flick your picture on the back of it. And then
0: he looks at the back of the book and he's like, oh, she literally read, wrote the book on this.
1: Yeah, of course. And uh, so, so they fall in love and are holding hands while running after things. Um, and then in the middle of that, everyone's like, oh, the alligator
0: is real because it eats that blonde cop. Right. And one of the coolest shots in the movie. Where when he like pulls him down through the yeah. tunnel. Um, so that's a thing. And then
1: everyone's like, "Oh, the alligator's real." No, and they try to flush it out. No, they you're missing a you're missing a part. Uh, that's when the police chief is like, "Oh, you might be telling the truth about this." And he's like, "Yeah, I know." And then uh, a no good yellow journalist, which is a term that they use. Um, like kind of overhears it and so he goes down into the sewer oh, yeah, yeah. and then as he's being eaten he's taking pictures with his camera like it's like the flash is just going there's off There's so
0: many moving parts in this
1: movie and there you there are pictures of the of the alligator or crocodile or um, we're assuming it's an alligator.
0: there's so much that happens in 90 minutes this movie is insane um it's very much it's it's basically the same scene From Jaws (laughs) 2. Yeah, even the music. It was like... Or the diver gets attacked at the beginning. And just a bunch of pictures. Except later in the movie, they're like, oh, we found this camera. Oh, there's a shark on it. Yeah. Oh, Jaws 2. This movie is... Okay.
1: Everything like
0: the... Let's wrap it up and then we can talk about what this movie is. But So they bring in a third character who is a colonel. Oh, yeah. Um, Who looks like he's made of mahogany.
1: Yeah. He looks like Robert Wagner. Yeah, It's Henry Silva. (laughs) And he's a big game hunter. And racist. That the city (laughs) has hired because he has experience killing killing large animals. I guess. And he... If it was nowadays, it would be the guy from Jimmy John's because he's a fucking asshole. He gets eaten.
0: Like, Henry Silva gets eaten. Straight up.
1: Yeah. Pretty quickly.
0: Aggressively. Um, so he's out of the movie pretty quick. He's only mm-hmm. in for a few scenes. And then, in the best part of the movie, for no reason whatsoever, the alligator leaves
1: the sewer. Right. He jumps through, he breaks through the concrete.
0: Yeah. Uh, kills a cop, kills Henry he kills Silva. Kills a kid. Kills a kid at a birthday party they he can walk the plank of the pool and the alligator eats him. And then, in the best scene of the movie, he just, for no reason wanders into a rich people's party that's being put on by Slade. Who's the owner of, of the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical right. company. And the mayor, because they're in cahoots, because this movie is Jaws. Right. And <laughs> the alligator just fucking murders all these rich people. And I'm like, I'm here for it. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, this is why Josh knew like, this. Like, this is
0: fun. Like, this movie's fun.
1: And then uh, everything is tied up neatly in a little bow when... Then the, it,
0: yeah well then it goes back to the sewer mm-hmm. and then they go back because they're like we know where it's going it's going back to its lair and then they blow it up they blow it up with dynamite in a methane pocket and a little action sequence to robert Forster. um the end this, well
1: no but then right as the, the credit roll, a little boop, baby alligator plop arrives in setting the sewer. up
0: a sequel that is not good um <laughs> so there you go there it is, is fucking there's music.
1: the alligator
0: I can definitely see the parts that are John Sales in this movie. Um,
1: okay, this he has movie, a real
0: distinctive look. Oh no, he's got a very distinctive like writing style. Okay, here's what John. I here's what I guarantee John Sales wrote, and what ga- I guarantee the part that John Sales wrote that came through the most is that romance, which is believable. Yeah, like, I mean, they're this is a we- they
1: had good chemistry, okay. and they were like, you know what but I mean. Let's,
0: let's look beyond that for a second.
1: It wasn't forced.
0: Let's divorce the alligator from this movie for a minute. Let's let's pretend this is not a movie about an alligator Done. at all. There is a movie about a middle-aged romance in the middle of a genre movie. They are 20. They're, like, in their mm, they're 40s. Looking, yeah. <laughs> they're a little older than that. Like... It's like a really nice little love story about two people. She's a nerd because
1: she still lives at home. Yeah, she's
0: like he lives with her mom, and he's like a cop who's balding. And then
1: <laughs> I Don't think it's right balding. before
0: they have sex or right after when he like she touches his hair and he's like, "Listen, I got male pattern baldness, and I'm very sensitive. I'm very about sensitive it. about it, but I'm working on it." Um, and it's like that's adorable. Like they're so adorable together. Yeah, that like. I'm not going to lie. I think I could have watched a movie that was just a romance with them. But in the middle of that, there's a massive alligator. And the alligator looks awesome. Well, like, it actually yeah, it looks does. good. Yeah. Killing people. And they don't, like, here's the thing. They
1: don't not show it. Yeah. <laughs> they show it off do. puck Um, This movie made me realize, Josh, why don't you ever tell me your deathbed confessionals after sex? The way he does.
0: And he's about how, like, he just
1: quietly is like, So then he pinned me down and took my gun and killed him with it. And then by the time I came to, but like, it was like, This is <laughs> the whole time it was a roll of dice. This is your bedroom talk,
0: bud. Like, okay. Oh man, she really she sucked the fucking truth right out of <laughs> you. So uh, I just want to point out the fact that, yes, in true genre fashion, this is Jaws. Yep. Like Robert Forster is Brody, he's the cop who's a cynic who is one of the first ones to believe, and no one else in the town believes him, right? Mm-hmm. He has sex with the Richard Dreyfus character, <laughs> who's like the scientist who knows everything about this one particular type of animal. And know-it-all. That's the Hooper.
1: The city girl.
0: Right? And then they bring in Henry Silva, who's like a hunter, kind of craggy macho man. That's definitely the Robert Shaw Quint character, mm-hmm. who also dies In the mouth of the thing that was brought... Quint was much cooler. Well, I mean, everything in Jaws is better. Jaws is like a perfect movie. Um, Not saying I don't enjoy Alligator. I enjoy the shit out of Alligator. It's a fun
1: movie. But it's not Jaws.
0: Um, But it sure tried to be. There's a shitty mayor who's in cahoots with a shitty local person. Yep. Right? They really go in on the thing of like... Especially in Jaws 2, there's a land developer who's kind of a shitbag... It's definitely the fucking Slade character.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you have a plucky kind of sidekick cop, although the one in Jaws doesn't die, Hendrix. You have a kid who dies. Yeah, it's, this movie is fucking Jaws. It's like they took scenes from Jaws and just moved them around and like changed the gender of one of the characters. And they're like, okay, um, it's not a shark in the ocean at the beach, it's uh, an alligator that's in the fucking sewer. enormous in the
1: sewer. In Chicago or Missouri. Or Missouri. Like boom. or a random place we haven't mentioned yet.
0: Like this movie is fucking Jaws. That was alligator. Um and, and here's the thing. That's not to shit on it.
1: This I'm, comes at the not. It was a fun know, movie. but
0: here's the thing. This comes at the end of a cycle of a shitload of Jaws ripoffs. Right? Like Piranha. Jaws comes out in seventy five. Piranhas like seventy eight ish, I think um early like late 70s early 80s this would have came at the tail end of like so we're like five years out from jaws at this point and 1980s when you start seeing like friday the 13th pop up so we're about to enter a whole new phase of horror so this kind of becomes like a hinge point where it's like oh this is there's friday the 13th that's what's coming and Alligator's the last of like these giant animal tax movies (laughs) because they were like oh it's so much easier just pay a guy to wear a mask. Than it is to, like, build a giant animatronic animal. Yeah. And try to
1: turn it loose on people. And and they just kind of scaled down everything. They used a real alligator. And they just kind of scaled everything down to make it look giant. Which was the way to go. Because then everything looks real. It's a lot easier to make, like, a fake car than it is a fake crocodile eating people.
0: There are scenes with a giant crocodile that they they built. Or alligator, sorry. Whatever. They build a giant alligator, an animatronic one, for some scenes. Some scenes it's like a scale model with like a normal size alligator other scenes it's like stop motion and those are a little
1: little janky jerky yeah
0: like when it busts out of the concrete right you're a little it's a little like eh. but with that scene the thing that i was laughing too hard the thing that i think is fake isn't so much the alligator it's like the vibration of like people being it's almost like like everyone pretend like you're being thrown yeah like it doesn't look real agreed so that that sets me up to the point where, like, when the alligator does show up, I'm like, "Oh, that looks more realistic than like what the people were just doing." Yeah. So. Okay. I don't know. I enjoy the shit out of alligator. Um, the alligator's name is Ramon.
1: Yes, and he had a poster of Ramon something or another in the. Yes. I thought they were going to comment on it.
0: Much like the shark from Jaws, Bruce, he broke a lot. Oh, he was yeah. an
1: often malfunctioning
0: animatronic. So once they filmed the movie and were done with it, what do you think they did with they, that giant animatronic alligator? They
1: Cindy? beat the hell out of it like uh, working or office space style? No?
0: No. What'd they do? Would you believe they donated it to the University of Florida for their football games and it oh. was their sideline mascot for a few years? That's a kind of adorable.
1: That's kind of adorable.
0: And he would make appearances before games and during halftime. As a giant remote-controlled alligator. Cool.
1: Well, I mean, you, and it is an easy tax write-off for the studio. So, yeah, it's a win-win situation.
0: Mm-hmm. We look um, for those. Joe Dante was offered this movie to direct it, and he turned oh, yeah. it down. Aww. So this would have been probably post-Piranha. Piranha. Pre, it would have came between Piranha and... The Twilight Zone movie, maybe. I don't know. Around that area. Cool. Or no, maybe it would have been post Twilight Zone movie and pre The Howling. I can't remember. Somewhere, mm-hmm. it's somewhere in there. Um. So. It's cool. You, you know, Brian Cranston. Yeah. The guy who is in Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. the dad from Aqua in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a production assistant for the special effects department really? of this
1: movie. Oh, that'd be hilarious so, to get him yeah. to sign that at a con one day. Well, he
0: refuses to sign. Now he retired. He wow. doesn't sign it anymore. But he has... There's a special feature on the disc of him talking about this movie. Also, when Robert Forster passed, he wrote a really beautiful uh, letter, eulogy, whatever, about how Robert Forster was on Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, was he really? And he was
0: like, but I met him on... Pardon, no, keep saying yeah.
1: on alligator,
0: and he was like so nice that like. He remembered him and they were, you know, were friendly. And he's like, oh, yeah, like you were on Alligator. Like, And, he, and Brian Cranston's like, yes, I, I was on Alligator as a production.
1: It's Actually, yes. Kid. Why do you so, remember that and bring it up now?
0: Yeah. Apparently, like everyone who's ever talked to Robert Forster is like, he was an
1: incredibly nice guy. Good. Like, just a
0: really, really nice guy. He seem to have a
1: an easygoing way about him.
0: Like he apparently was that character in Jackie Brown. Where it was cool. just like, oh, that's cool. Like... Yep, like it's nice to meet everyone. Like, thanks just for kind, a laid like, just back kind of dude. Really, really, really fucking nice guy. Awesome. Uh the original. Remember, I said the original script got scrapped. Yes. And they basically John Salisbury wrote the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the original script took place in Milwaukee, and the alligator got gigantic because of beer from a brewery that was being dumped down the sewer.
1: Oh, we have like a Duff situation. So it was
0: just drinking the beer. <laughs>
1: That would have been a much different movie. Yeah. Much different. Um, and
0: the basic, like we said, the basic premise of this movie was inspired by a, an urban legend from the 1960s all the way through the 90s. Like we all heard about alligators in the sewer.
1: Yeah, that live in the New York City sewer. Right. That's what I was always told. Um, to the point where
0: this specific urban legend is mentioned in Candyman in the class yep. that Helen's husband's teaching where he's like... Well, how come you've heard about there being alligators in the sewer in New York and you've heard about being in Chicago and like, well, is that because you're like, you've made it up or there's like a mass hysteria? So it's literally, it's an urban legend. So major cities, like kids get alligators, they flush them and then they grow to giant size, even though that's not fucking possible. Nope. Unless they're eating dogs that were-
1: That were given growth hormone. Filled with
0: a Dean Jagger produced growth hormone okay so there you go
1: so would you watch this movie yes this is a like like we've been saying this is a real easy uh, read a real easy watch it was fun it had a a, the kind of jump scares that you're like oh that's hilarious and interesting it was good it was a good cheesy movie yeah um uh, before i ask
0: you what your favorite scene is i just want to point out that there's always like an, a thing about class and almost everything John Sayles does. So I know that he was the person who was like, what if the alligator enters a mm-hmm. rich people's party and we physically see rich people get eaten? Yeah. Um, I guarantee that was a John Sayles note. Because yeah. there's like people in tuxedos.
1: Well, they're at a wedding.
0: Yeah. Getting just mauled. How many people get tail fucking A lot of them. And just throw... Like those stunt people? Mm-hmm. There's literally... Guys, if you didn't watch this movie, there's a scene in the middle. Yeah, first of all, it's weird that you're listening to me talk about this movie you've never seen. Never saw it. Um, Okay. But there's a scene, like a shot, in the middle of this party, this wedding, where there's alligators eating rich people, which is chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. But there's a a lady, and she's running parallel to a pool. Right. And a stuntman runs from off camera and dives turning himself sideways, and fucking hits her square in the <laughs> midsection. And they both go in the pool.
1: And I know that fucking had to hurt. And the entire time I was just singing November Rain. Like, he fucking
0: KOs this woman. Yeah. And I, I was Somebody just like... Somebody goes
1: through a wedding day. Oh!
0: <laughs> like, oh, that he hit her real fucking hard. Yeah. Like, I don't think he Took knew her she out. was going to be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, she wasn't supposed to be standing yeah. there. Yeah this was a fun movie. Fuck this movie rules. I definitely would watch this again. This would be a fun movie to watch. Um even with my with the uh, 70 and up generation because it's it's pretty straightforward and it's fun. I think this would be an easy movie to watch again. What about
0: your children?
1: Yeah. Um, if we went into it like telling them like this is a real cheesy B movie. Ha ha ha. Knowing full well that this is a pretty good production design and story for I wouldn't call it B. I would just say it's, you know, a cheesy movie. Um, I think the teenagers would like it, but they're so fickle about attention spans these days, so who knows? Well, it's short.
0: This movie is short. It's ninety
1: one minutes,
0: I think. So it's not the average movie now, which is like three, three hours? And a half, three fucking hours. Yeah. Um and it really is like once you get through that first half hour It's fun. And it just becomes like, oh, we're chasing an alligator. It's fun. Like, you got to get through that first hour, first half hour setup. Yeah. Where it's like, so there's dogs. Like, they're being kidnapped. And then they're growing. And that lady's like, this looks like my dog. But she could wear this sweater. And now it's like the size of a fucking St. Bernard. Yeah what is happening what like, this plot is insane it's a
1: little crazy <laughs> what are we watching next week to uh, go with our urban legend we're finally gonna
0: get down and watch the empty man the empty man okay yeah uh
1: um,
0: when did that come out i think 2020 20 yeah 2020 um, My favorite part about the podcast is how short your memory is
1: okay <laughs> My favorite part of this podcast how short some of the movies are. Is it next month is next week going to be just as short? Nope, long as shit. Frick. All right. Well, terrific.
0: It's a new movie, so it's got to be long as shit. <sighs> well, great. That's I'm how seeing. it works. That's well, how it works. Ooh, um, what mm-hmm. was your
1: favorite scene? There were a few. Um, I liked when he's looking for uh, Kelly is the name of the officer who's down in the sewers with him. and we're supposed to believe you know the alligator probably got him but and you just kind of see the alligator slink by like on the next drain up
0: he holds the flashlight up yeah look at the map and it's behind him yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that was a very cool scene it was an interesting shot and i thought that was fun uh as far as ridiculous scenes the most ridiculous scene was the pharmaceutical guy very old grilling t-bone steaks at his daughter's wedding and trying to like Bang women. Yeah, and trying to like flirt with a lady and be angry at the. He's angry mayor. at the mayor for like
0: blowing up his like ability to mack on this lady. Who's yeah,
1: at his a fraction of his age. Daughter's wedding. That tracks. Yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. I don't believe that he, he was would ever be out there grilling. That's for sure. Oh well. Wait. Okay. So, are we about done with Alligator? Are we ready to wrap up until I next think so.
0: week? This movie. It's fun. As it fuck. was a fun you should movie. Watch it. It's on FreeVee. I found that out. Oh, I didn't know so that. So you could just watch it there if you don't want to pay for it.
1: Just watch it for FreeVee. Yeah. All right. Watch well, it for free. V. Un- <laughs> Until next week. I'm Josh. And I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend. <laughs>